Oh boy. Can't believe it's already here. I know. I got emotional watching it, even though it was my second time watching it last night. I did too. Yeah. Well, I think I noticed a couple different things I didn't really notice the first time. And so I don't know. It just kind of hit me where I was like, we're finished. I mean, yeah. we can go back and rewatch all of our favorite episodes anytime we want now, but yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's still always a little bittersweet to be at a finale for something. So. Oh, totally. It's the so, end. It's yeah. the end of Harry Yarde Sen. Again, for mo- for everyone else. I know. <laughs> <laughs> for us, it's the first time. For us, though. yeah, for us, it's the very first time. Uh, so yeah, so welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we are uh, discussing the – okay, since last week was called the penultimate, wouldn't this be the ultimate episode? Yeah, I believe you can use that terminology. Would that yeah. work? The ultimate okay. – yeah, the ultimate episode. Yeah. I mean, I know you can also just use that to describe like the best, the whatever, but I was like, well, if last week was penultimate. Right. This one should be ultimate. <laughs> yeah. I. It's funny. I taught that word to to my writing students uh, yesterday because it was Aww. the penultimate day of school. Aww. So I have these these second and third graders who always come onto my writing class and I was like, I'm going to teach you guys a, one of my favorite words. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. So nerdy, nerdy Ashley teaching her nerdiness to her students. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So um yeah, so we'll we'll probably just dive right in soon because I'll I didn't get much reading done from the last time we recorded. So I don't yeah. really have any throne of glass updates for you all. Um but DZ Land is crazy. I yeah. I texted you this earlier, but this is like because last week I think I told you how Karatata got canceled because that's, you know, for Kong's newest show that I'm watching. Yes. Well, and just today they decided they're uncanceling it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which they did the same thing to IBUK's DZ2, but then re-canceled it. So, like, just bonker. I'm like, what is up with DZ Land this – I know. Like, they, they shouldn't be allowed another- to do that. That's how- just messed no. up. Well, it- and, like, yeah. how how do you – How does an industry survive doing that? That's what I don't understand. Like, how do you continue to thrive and make money with this, like, yo-yo back and forth? And – but it's so funny because I was like, okay. I knew. I was like, okay. Supposedly, TRT doesn't depend that much on ratings because they have taxpayer money and all that. It's a government channel. Right. But I was like, okay, before they made any decision, they should have waited until – I'm going to get this completely wrong, but that historical show – that comes on Wednesdays. The initials are KO, I think. Um, like Kuralush Osman or something oh, like that. Oh, anyway. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Anyways, yeah. that one that one is like a ratings uh, hog. Like if you air right. on Wednesdays, like you're not going to do well against it. And it just aired its finale like a couple weeks ago. And so all of us were like, okay, clearly they're not going to make any decisions until after until after KO airs its season finale. Right. Because then they'll see like truly what the ratings for the show could be. But they did. They canceled it before the finale, after the finale aired. So obviously it was like a low rated episode for Karatata. Okay. And then they were like, okay, you're canceled. And then the, the, the next two episodes that have aired since they canceled it have gone up both weeks. Of course. Because now there's less dramas on. And I'm like, yeah. we, to- we all knew this was going to happen. How do we, the amateurs, 10,000 miles away in the United States <laughs> – 
How can we predict this and go, hmm, you know, the logical thing to do would be to wait. <laughs> you guys, yeah, Ashley's sorry. trying to kill a fry. <laughs> I'm like I'm trying waging. to talk and pretend that everything is fine. And she's got her microphone on mute. And, and I'm a waging war against a fly in this room right now. <laughs> she's got like a rag in her hand and is trying to kill this fly. And I'm trying to like ignore it and talk like everything's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chris is oh just talking gosh. and then I'll hear her chuckle <laughs> as I'm like flapping my arms around like a maniac. <laughs> so send prayers that Ashley killed the fly by the time oh, you're hearing I this. Oh, I didn't get it. It needs oh to die. Oh my gosh, I'm oh, dying. It's going to make me crazy. So you might even hear it buzzing around during this recording. <laughs> so at least you'll know what that is. But anyhow, I just was like, we all could have predicted the ratings were going to go up and we're not the professionals. Like, where are the professionals yeah. in these decisions? And then, of course, it went up last week and then it went up even from last week's rating. Of course. Of so course. today they're like, JK, guys, you're airing all summer. Except they already started putting all this stuff into motion because they are very tight on filming. So even when they got canceled, they still were able to, I think, refilm parts of eight. Okay. To to episode eight to start like gearing towards the end. And then episode nine was starting to close all these storylines and wrap things up. And like the villain was arrested and like the like. (laughs) So there's no more villain. There, I mean, I mean, you know, he's got pull in that town. He could pay his way out of prison. I could see that. But, um, like he's gone and like going to be convicted of like murder. I don't know how he's going to get out of that. And among all these other things, like they just started closing up so many of these storylines where I'm like, what? well, now what? Like, mm-hmm. And he and his female co-star, uh, Ermac is her character's name. They're getting married next episode. So now I'm like, are they getting – now great. We're going to have a real DZ wedding episode. Oh, where yeah. It's Something gonna be- terrible is going to happen. <laughs> Something He's going to need to sign some papers in another country. <laughs> There's going to be a car accident. Hush your mouth. <laughs> this is what oh. I said. I said, Bikir, who's the villain. I'm like, this dude's going to break out of prison or pay his way out somehow. Mm-hmm. He's going to kidnap Ermok. There she's you not go. going to show up to the wedding. It's going to look like she's a no-show bride. Um, At least uh- that's a better way to, <laughs> to you know, extend, to prolong the drama if they need right. to rather than somebody suddenly getting – amnesia god forbid oh if they oh i'm done if they even hint at that i'm finished i love you for a con but no um so yeah i'm just sitting here like what is up with Disneyland? this has never happened this many times in one season like the yenny hayat two years ago they did this but that was like the first time i'd really ever seen that happen was like a cancel mm. on cancel so this i'm just like what is happening right now <laughs> weird well, then we've got all the summer DZs starting. And there are so many. So there many. are so many. I want to watch so many of them, and I have not had any time. I haven't even been I able know. to watch uh, Send Then Dog Gazelle, which yes. I'm like dying. I was just telling Kristen, I'm going to sit down. I'm really hoping tomorrow evening 
I can just finally settle in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, part of it too is we've also been watching Stranger Things season four together. I haven't even started that yet. <laughs> it's so intense, Kristen. I know. That's why I have it. I can just tell it's going to be like insanely intense. So I'm like, I have not even bothered yet. Yeah. We – and last night Eric was like, do you want to watch more Stranger Things? And I was like, I have to watch Her Yardy Son again. <laughs> But uh, we're only maybe four episodes in because, okay. you know, we take it slowly because Eric falls mm-hmm. asleep really early. Um, so we'll start an episode and 20 minutes later he's snoozing on the couch. Right. But um, <laughs> it is definitely more – I have been able to handle it, but it is definitely a little more horror-esque this mm-hmm. season. Um, so there was – the end of the first episode, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what the heck did I just watch? Oh no. So just to warn you, for those okay. of you who maybe are a little sensitive Squeamish. like mm-hmm. me, um, if you're not a big fan of horror, scary stuff. But I I, fe- I do, I, I don't know. I'm weird because certain stuff will really trigger me and then other stuff doesn't. Right. So I think we all had to have stuff like that, though. Like, where it's, yeah. you're just like, well, how does this bother you? But this does, like, we all just have our different right. weird limits. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So now that you brought up Senda and Daha Guzel, let's clear the air here. You're just, <laughs> you guys, we have not decided on our next DZ yet. Yeah. I'm and, sorry. Um, and it just, and I, I mean, I explained this to some people, but. I'm not trying to be evasive when, like, you know, you guys are tagging us in stuff and saying, like, can't wait to hear your take on this. And, you know, when I'm just replying with, like, winks or little eyeballs or whatever because I don't want to ignore you, but it's just that we we really don't know. And it's not because you guys – I think anyone who's listened to this podcast for three seconds knows how much we love Aisha and her Mm -hmm. writing. So it is not about not wanting to cover – one of her shows. I think we would cover every DZ she does from here on out until she retires if it were humanly possible. For sure. Um, but <laughs> um, scheduling is a lot different than it was when her last DZ started. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Ashley's availability, my availability, her work schedule is more intense. And so we're, we're just trying to figure out how it could possibly work to do a live DZ again yeah. um, if it can. So we promise we will keep you guys posted. Um, we we will be doing a DZ. We just don't know what DZ that will be yet mm-hmm. um, and exactly when that will be starting. So uh, just just sit tight and, um, yeah, just stick with us. But we, we will keep you posted as we make those decisions. So. Yes. Yes. Um, just to get that just to get that out there before we dive into all of this. So um yeah, I think uh I think that's it. Okay. All right. Let's so, talk about this lovely I know. finale. Uh let me do the Demir count before oh, yes. I forget. Do you have any guesses on what our I I mean I know you had had a guesstimate a couple episodes ago. So because as of last week, remember we were at uh, 734. So do you have a final number other than what you maybe predicted a few episodes back? I think we potentially did not hit 800. That's okay. my guess. My guess, if I were to guess over under, I would say maybe just under. Okay. So for volume 23, we had uh, one each of a Peter and a Wendy. Right. And then we had 36 more Demirs. So our grand total is 770. Okay. 
All right. So you, I mean, listen, you saying 800 like three or four episodes ago, that was a very good guess. I mean, we're only, <laughs> you're only 30 off. So, yeah. um, and Yesenia, who we've talked about several times because she's been the, our Harrier Day Send dealer sending us all the bonus scenes and mm-hmm. extra content and anything we've needed. She's the one that's been counting all the demirs every week. She made an edit, you guys. <laughs> And there will be a link to it in the episode notes, and I'll link it on our social medias when I make the social media posts for this podcast episode. She made an edit of every time Celine has said his name, <laughs> and it's 16 minutes long of just I Celine saying Demir. 16 minutes long. <laughs> over and over again. But with 770 <laughs> times, that actually makes a lot of sense that it would take right? that long. Yeah, oh so she she let me have a, she let us have a little peek of it um, ahead of time, but she's gonna get it uploaded as we're recording so that it'll be on YouTube and ready to link by the time we post about this podcast episode. Crazy. So that's um, a fun little treat. And then we also we have um, a handful of submissions for our Wood Demir Arendelle Ever episode. Okay, um, so I think we can do a fun little bonus episode with that. Nice. Um, especially if more people contribute over the next, you know, few days or week or so. Um, I think we'll have a lot of – I just had so much fun when we did that with Sarah Kambola, and I think it'll be fun to debate that about Demir too. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, I feel like we've gotten to know him very, very well over the last six months. So <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. And then I think those were my two big things. I just wanted to make sure that we talked about the count, the video Yesenia made, and just a huge thank you to her overall, because like I said, she's been the one that's kind of made sure that we have all the bonus content and got to see mm-hmm. all the things that happened for you guys while you watched it live um, that we didn't get to be a part of. So thank you so much, Yesenia, um, for all the extra work you did for us uh, mm-hmm. to be able to enjoy this show um, to the fullest extent while we covered it for the podcast. Absolutely. Um, so yes, okay, let's talk. Um Yeah. Well, okay. Where, where should so, we start? There's so much good stuff. I know, I know. I mean, we could just do the same that we've always done and wrap up okay. the storylines. Um okay. in order of least important to most important. <laughs> oh, so Barack and Awul up first then, right? Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was like, okay, enough. By the end of this episode, I, I oh, and what is was, up with their flirty theme music? Like, <laughs> I know, I know, whatever. Listen, so, if, the, if we were talking about Ali and the actress herself, totally different story. But <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But just their characters, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you guys screwed up, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you so can I say? Up. Can I say one thing though that I do appreciate about their storyline? What? Is that while, yes, I didn't want um, Barack to get an HEA because, you know, he doesn't deserve one. I wasn't against Alul getting one. Mm-hmm. But because they're staying together, well, the first time I watched it, I was like, I was just so annoyed that I'm like, oh, my gosh, these two getting their HEA, they're going to go off to London together and start their own business. Like, and they're just all fine. I realized on my rewatch last night, you know what? No, they do. Yes, they get to end up together. They right. don't. They have to watch their backs for essentially the rest of their lives, because the Essen Hunnam issue is not dealt with. There is right. still the possibility that Yildirim Bay could come after him, and to deal, you know, for the whole photo blackmail stuff, like, yeah. and seek retribution on him. There's nothing yep. he can really do to Demir anymore because, um, you know, uh, he with Artemim closing and everything like that. Um, and plus he went and basically, from what I understood, cleared the air with him because he went and talked to Yildirim Bay. Um, right. 
So as far as the two of them, they're always mm going to be having to watch their backs. And now they're going to have a stain on their records with this whole new company that they're going to be supposedly starting together. Mm -hmm. And they, I mean, yeah, they're going to be together, but they're probably going to have to go far away. They're kind of going to have to run and um, get out to run away from what could be coming for them as far as retribution. Yep. And even Brock points out, like, even if we go to London, like, she's the mafia. She's going to have reach anywhere. Like, she'll be able to find us there, too. So I was kind of like, okay, you know what? I really appreciate that while they did end up together, Mm -hmm. their storyline wasn't wrapped up in a neat little bow where all their sins are forgiven and forgotten just because it's the finale. And same thing with him and Celine. I loved that she was like, look, we're not friends anymore. (laughs) But we can be cordial. Right. And I love that because, I, you know, that's so realistic. That's so Mm -hmm. realistic. And just because there is a finale coming, an unexpected one at that, um, it does not mean you have to wrap up and forgive everybody's sins (laughs) to tie it all up neatly. People don't always get a redemption story and that's Mm -hmm. okay. And I felt like, especially with their final kind of discussion between the four of them with Seldem Mm -hmm. and Abel and Brock, that I thought that went really well because Celine finally, finally, finally was able to really see the true colors of Brock. She had seen it over and over again. But, you know, Demir had really confronted her on all of the trust that she was giving uh, Barack over and over and over again, regardless of what he was doing. Yep. And I really appreciated the fact that she kind of finally opened her eyes in that moment and realized, man, I gave you the benefit of the doubt so many times. Mm-hmm. I believed you so many times. I always let you tell me these things. And then over and over, you weren't, you weren't even telling the truth. And you were being a bad guy. You were being dangerous. You were putting everybody at risk. And she finally is able to really kind of come to terms with that. And she's able to say it right to his face. And the fact that Elul was there the, with that whole situation too. It's like, look, Elul, the things that you chose to do have affected a lot more than just yourselves. Yep. So I I also really appreciated that. They're really seeing the ripple effect of their actions mm-hmm. that it isn't just affecting them, but it's right. affecting everybody involved in Artemim. And the now, you know, the company is closing. Right. <laughs> essentially yeah. because of them. It's all their yep. fault. Yep. So and yeah, I I yeah, I just really loved that more the second mm-hmm. time around. I think I was just so annoyed that I was like, oh, they're gonna be together that I just I maybe glossed over the rest of their storyline the first time I watched it. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so I was like, I super appreciate that. And I loved when Celine was like, you know, we know she's been building up to this. It wasn't like she was completely blindsided because she kind of already started, you know, over the course of the series seeing Barack isn't as trustworthy and squeaky clean as she thought. Right. But when she even finally was like, have I been this blind the entire time? Right. Like, uh, is this, this is how you've always been? And I'm, how did I not see it before? Um, Mm -hmm. I just, I really, I really loved and appreciated that, that whole thing. So it did make me feel better about the way their story ended. Like, fine, you have each other, but you also have a slew of problems that are going to follow you no matter where you go that you're going to have to deal with at some point. Yep. They're always going to be looking over their shoulders. Yep. So, um, 
yeah, so I think I think that was really the gist of theirs. I mean, they did have a lot of screen time, but it was all just leading to that. So Right. Well, and it was also, you know, they were a big contributor to the whole fall of Artemium in the first place. Yeah. So it makes sense that they got the screen time that they did to get that all settled. And this – what I really – okay, because your whole thing with, like, the house being a metaphor for Seldom's relationship. Uh-huh. I felt like that was super cemented when on their own, not together, not even realizing the other person, mm. Demir and Celine both were like, oh, uh, no, you can walk around to the veranda. I don't want you in yep. my house. And it's yep. like, yeah, because I don't want you to have any part in my relationship. Yeah. And, and so I was like, oh, they're protecting their relationship because like those two have no – place in their lives anymore. Barack doesn't right. have a place in her life anymore. Elul doesn't have a place in Demir's life anymore. And that was shown very well by the whole like, no, you can walk around the back to the back deck. And then when the meeting ha- the meeting, the most awkward double date in the world um, yeah. <laughs> happened, they um, she even Celine was like, well, let's just have it here on the veranda. I don't want them in the house. Yeah. Like, and even and Demir's like, I just love you. Like, because, you know, she didn't even realize that was something he had already kind of like done when he and Barack had met. So I was like, oh, that so cements the whole theory that Ashley said about like the house being a metaphor for them. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah. And how yeah, symbolic think, that it's Barack and Elul, the two people yes. who who Celine and Demir have really mm-hmm. kind of been the most hurt by when it yeah. comes down to all of this. Yep. And their relationship the most hurt by. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yep. So I just, I really, really, I really loved that. So let's see. Um, oh, wait, one more thing about Barack and Hilo. Sorry. Oh, yes. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, I also really loved that while it was important for Barack to be at the wedding because he's known Muharrem Bay for so long and all this stuff, I love that they they were there for the wedding then it was like okay we've got to go see you later and that they were not there for that final scene yes yeah because they had no they didn't need to be there they had no they did not need to be a part of the two proposals yeah um and so i love that they just slipped on out they said their goodbyes and they were gone before the whole surprise thing between sell them so yeah no that's a good point that's a really good point okay well let's see i guess marve um yeah let's talk about let's talk about Mare Bay hers was so interesting (laughs) because you know she gets served at the beginning of this episode Mm -hmm. um with divorce papers but after the whole kind of fallout with the flowers and the divorce letter that Bora sent her and that's really the last part, the last time we see her falling apart because of mm-hmm. the marriage. And I think she even says in the scene when she comes to Happy Pie and she shows Ebo and Ida the, um, the like court summons, the subpoena, um, that, um, like a calm came over her when she received mm-hmm. it. So this I thought was really cool because it really just shows Merve. She's finally moving on. I felt like that was kind of the overall arc of her storyline through this episode was, okay, this is finally over. Uh, She's taking off the ring. She is accepting the summons to court to Mm -hmm. finalize the divorce. And with Artemim closing, you know, we – 
at, at the beginning of the episode, she's back at the greenhouse. She's painting pots. <laughs> and I really liked the the conversation between her uh, and Vedat because he really yeah. essentially just tells her, look, you need to find out what you like. You need to figure mm-hmm. out what you want to do, what makes you happy and what makes you fulfilled. And once you find that, then you're going to feel better. Right. I mean, he doesn't say that in those words, obviously, but that's essentially what he's telling her. Right. And so by the end of it, um, she has basically figured out that she's calm and she's happy at the greenhouse. <laughs> and now she doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. So um, we get this very funny and cute little awkward scene between oh, her and Vidat. Well, did you did you also notice too before that scene when she's doing the paint the pot painting scene? Oh yes. And she talks about like maybe she'll do cooking classes and test them. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, test it on me. And uh Demir and Celine and everybody, you know, you can test your cooking skills. Like yes. so he was like very adamant about like, oh I'll test your cooking. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so I I just really liked the way it all ended up. It felt very open-ended, which mm-hmm. I appreciated because it mm-hmm. would have been way too fast to try to actually get something happening between the two right. of them. But, you know, it's all very like, oh, look, here are the possibilities of a future here. Because she hands him the divorce papers on accident. <laughs> and he's so confused. Poor understandably guy. poor guy mm-hmm. he's, he's like, so oh, sweet about it too i know <laughs> and she's like you know i'm just i'm i'm ready i'm ready for the next step i'm ready to move on and he's like oh okay all right <laughs> well and then when she's like i mean even assuming you want me obviously she I means know. as an employee and he's like but he's so sweet because he's like, any man would – what does he say? He's like, any man would want you or like any man who doesn't yeah. want you. Basically, he's an idiot. <laughs> right. But then she interrupts him and um, I don't even remember what she says. Like, I think she says something like, you haven't even – So I'm – well, she says, so I'm hired? And he's like – He's like, wait, What? <laughs> And then she's so embarrassed that she handed it because she's like, oh, my gosh, what must have been going through your mind when I gave you these and I was saying what I said? She's like, now Listen, I can't work here. I'm too embarrassed. You would have done the same thing. I would have grabbed that. I would have snatched those papers out of his hand and said, okay, bye, and then walked away and drowned myself in my own embarrassment because, oh, my gosh, I would have I would have just imploded. I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. <laughs> So I totally understand Merve being like, I'm so embarrassed. I can't work here. Forget everything that I just said. I'm leaving. <laughs> but I love that he's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, listen, this is clearly – it helps you to be here. It's calming. I haven't even found myself laughing as much as I have when yes. you're here. So – and I love that he's like, listen, I can't pay you what you were making at art to me. But, <laughs> right. you know um, – so I love that. And then, of course, at Layla and Muharram Bey's wedding, they dance together. But, mm-hmm. you know, he offers his hand, but it's nothing overly, you know, romantic yeah. or whatever. But just yeah. enough that we can go, okay, there's something building there that will possibly mm-hmm. blossom into something more one day. Yes. Um, 
And even with the fact that Merve is going to be the one that's house sitting for them and Vidat's going to be the one they're taking care of the garden. Can't you just yes. picture like they're going to have yes. breakfast together when he comes over, maybe even dinner when he comes to- Spin-off series. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. that Wouldn't that be so cute? Or just like If a they movie. were in a rom-com, like if they were in a rom-com together as leads, like mm-hmm. that would be so Or even cute. if it were just like a, a mini series or a movie where it's like mm-hmm. just the, their time in the house. Because the house just causes everybody to fall in love. <gasps> That's true. Yeah. Except for Demir's parents, but <laughs> <laughs> this is the new era of the house. Okay, okay. okay that's fair. in this era of the house, it causes people to fall in love. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Because so, Layla yeah. and Muharrem Bay—that's that's where they met at first. Mm-hmm. So even the that's roots true. of their love are in the Seldom house. That's true. That's so true. Well, and again, with the house being a metaphor. Seldom's the reason any of these people have met. Yeah. So, again, yeah. Very Ooh, true. I'm, I'm loving it. So, yeah, I really liked how their storyline was um, written and, and, you know, left open-ended enough, but not so open-ended that you're like, what the heck is right. going to happen with them? Right. Um, so, yeah. And then Ebo and Ida, there's – was pretty anticlimactic considering they've yeah. had stuff building since like the beginning of the show. I mean, yeah. I'm not mad about it because, you know, I'm – they're side characters. Like, right. and like yeah. I'll be honest, I – because I never liked Bora, like, I was definitely more invested with the possibility of Merve and Vidat from a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm not mad about it at all, especially in considering they had to wrap stuff up with fairly little notice. Right. But yeah, it was a little anticlimactic where it was just like, okay, they're still doing well. They love each other. Mm-hmm. They're going to continue on as they have. And yeah. we'll see what happens. Clearly, neither of them is ready for marriage, which is okay. They have not been dating that long. Right. Um, you know, and so. Well, and things are obviously getting, they're obviously getting closer. Right. We find out that he talks to his family about her. So that's mm-hmm. a good sign, and she's kind of surprised about that. So that felt like okay, they're they're getting towards next steps with their yes. relationship. Yes, that that's fair. That's a good yeah. Because even she says like, "Well, would I meet her?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, when she comes to visit, of course, because she lives in Ankara, I think." Um, mm. So obviously she lives kind of far away, but so just even the fact right. that he's like, "Well, yeah, of course, like she'll meet you. Like she'll want to meet the girl I'm always talking about." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and then even her efforts to like you know, go and try to visit him at the clinic when she's off. Like she was going to go spend, you know, his right. shift at the clinic, but he wound up coming to Happy Pie because he didn't have to work. But like just the fact that she was going to make that effort to – Yes. To go there. Um. So, yeah. So they're they're left in a in a very good place. So Yeah. Um. And then that pretty much leaves Muharambe and Layla and the Tezes. And basically yeah. Layla has realized – She's got all these grand things that it's like, well, maybe we we don't really have the money for that because she's not marrying some like rich, you know. Um, well, and now so he just starts, lost his job. <laughs> and he just lost his job, yes. So, you know, she's being very considerate about like, no, I canceled all the reservations. I canceled the venue. You know, we mm-hmm. just can get married and be together. Like that's what matters. And which is what leads to Celine being like, we should host their wedding in the garden. That's where they met and fell in love. And yes. I – 
loved so much that Demir finally embraced the pseudo nephew thing because he's like, oh, well, yeah. we, you know, of, well, I gave her away. What kind of nephew would I be if I didn't also host her wedding? Like, but wasn't it, didn't your heart like shatter just a teeny tiny bit when she's like, can we have the wedding at the, in the garden? And he is very clearly thinking she means their wedding. Yes. And he's like, you want to have a wedding? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, they'll be so happy to have it there. And he's kind of like, they who? And then when she says Layla and Muharnam, he's like, oh, okay. Like, but I, a little bit my heart cracked because I was like, oh, Demir. Well, <laughs> poor Demir is, it's, it, this might be the most let down he's been in any of the episodes <laughs> because know. this poor man keeps getting what he thinks is it, big fat <laughs> hint after big fat hint of this big stuff and then it ends up oh. not being at all what he thinks. I know. <laughs> Poor, poor man. Oh, I man. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, we I know. We can get I to just... that in a little bit, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was the. Oh, that poor guy was like, oh, my goodness. Please, for the love. <laughs> <laughs> Give this I mean, man I can something. Think just talk about. I think what was killing me about that scene was the unbridled hope and excitement in that oh. man's eyes. He well, was gonna oh, jump out of his skin. He absolutely and and you and the fact. Okay, you see that where he is. He's like about to come unglued, but at the same time, he keeps wanting to be like. Are you sure this is a big step? I don't want to put pressure. I don't want to make this. I don't want to make this feel forced. He's he is just trying so hard to make sure this is something she's so sure of. Yes. Even though he's like bursting at the seams. And he's like, and really, like, really, silly. What? Are you- <laughs> All right, let's go right now. Come on. Like- <laughs> oh, it killed me because she. I mean, and I'm like. Celine, Celine, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. And especially because like he, you know, he had just invited her home where he's like, don't tell the others, but come home. I'm already back from my meeting with Kim Bay. And she had just (laughs) talked with Elul at Happy Pie where Elul had kind of filled her in on stuff. And and basically she Elul was kind of like, don't worry about that right now though. Like it's it's gonna be there to deal with. Don't let it like ruin right the night, whatever. And so that was Celine's determination is just to not let it infiltrate their evening, especially mm-hmm. after Demir had, you know, candles everywhere and they danced and because he was yes. like, Hey, we're reunited. So I'm not going to let anything spoil that. Even all the bad things that are happening. I want to dance with you. I want to be with you in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they share a very sweet kiss mm-hmm. during that dance. And and then, of course, he's made dinner. Um, right. And so, she, yeah, them having dinner. Then when she's kind of like, okay, Demir, I have to talk to you about something. <laughs> and she's like, it's really important. And now that we're finally alone in our house, like uninterrupted, and I think it's how she these- like says like like we're we're back together right and he makes mm-hmm. his whole speech about well we were never apart so we're we're not back together I, because we never parted so i, I loved that. that yeah her his whole first we argued we mm-hmm. had a fight you saved me in the forest we kissed we hugged and we came home here we continued to argue we continued to kiss and we continued to hug um 
Then we argued about the asking of your hand. We kissed. We hugged. And then you left the house twice. But I don't remember anything about breaking up. That mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought. I love that he makes it very clear from the time in that mountain house. No, there was not a breakup. We were never yeah. broken up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. So after Doesn't she that, feel like then- we can do anything we want to. Like yes. So she- <laughs> woman she's like i think i might have even um let me let me double check the subs I were i got were pretty rough because when it when it talks i i did get clarification that when she's talking about when it finally is revealed what she's talking about she means not closing art to meme because that hasn't officially been decided yet but closing the topic of it so that it's not right what, but I didn't – at first I was like, why, wait, how is she talking about closing art to me? They haven't officially decided that yet. What? Okay. How does she know? But I, I didn't realize it meant like, oh, close the topic of it, not closing art to me. Um, See, I guess I assumed that's what she meant was closing the well, topic. You, yeah, you were smart about it. I just was what? like taking it way too literally, which I should know better than to do with these subs. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So she's like uh, – She's like, we're together. We have no problems. You return back home. So there are no obstacles between us to be happy. We can do whatever we want. Oh <laughs> and he's God. like, Da-na-na. we can do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. And he's like, are you sure? And he's you like, have? <laughs> Me <"That's> too. <laughs> he's got this eager puppy look on his face. Like It is. Like, so precious. Do you mean what I think that you mean? Are you sure? Are you? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, of course, right after she crushes all of his hopes and dreams, let Artemim not be a topic between us. She's like, you know, it's been such a long day. I'm going to go to bed. Good night. Okay. The first time I watched this, I was like, she's going to turn around and be like, just kidding. Get your butt up here with me. And then no. she did it. And I was like, Celine, what? I know, I know. And look, obviously, this girl is, you know, considering some things because mm-hmm. when she has her flash of what the idea of suddenly proposing to him <laughs> is, I was like, okay, little Missy, you're so PG yourself, okay? <laughs> and her fantasy, Demir, wears glasses. Just want to point that out. Too. I mean, listen, she's got <laughs> she's got good taste, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the way he pulls those things off and rushes and- her like a linebacker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like a lion after its prey, but I like linebacker way better. <laughs> Because <laughs> he really does. He swoops and grabs yes, her like a football and hauls he ass upstairs. <laughs> oh my god. The music that plays and how she's like, Demir. Like her so I know. She's got her sultry voice on. I'm like, listen, Celine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's not where this was gonna lead, we are gonna have a conversation, ma'am. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then in his fantasy about proposing, he's like afraid of doing it too rashly and freaking her out. And listen, what a travesty that this was such a short scene because Demir was in gray sweatpants, okay? Mm -hmm. And you all know how we feel about gray sweatpants. Mm -hmm. And this was like a 
20 second scene where we barely got to enjoy those sweatpants but yeah i love i love that he like proposes to her and she chops her finger off yeah Freaking out. Oh, so good. What's funny is both of those scenes were so them. Like they yes. were very real possibilities. 100%. And but I loved too with those whole proposals like she, you know, hers is like proposing them finally them traveling together and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I love that she's concerned cuz she's like I don't want him to think I'm trying to uproot him now that he's like finally putting down roots right. because he's always had to travel and go everywhere mm-hmm. and he's so afraid but he's like, I don't want her to think I'm trying to get her to, um, like, uh, pr- like imprison her with to me. Like, oh, you can't leave now because we're getting married. You know, now I know you'll right. never leave me. Um, th- I love that they're both so concerned that that's how it. Like, they don't want to come across that way. That really is just out of their right. love and desire to just be with each other. Yeah, um, yeah. So I thought those were really cute. So what is great though is apparently at some point, um. We we get um, – Celine must have woken back up after going to bed because yes. when Demir wakes up in the morning, mm-hmm. he's got a red string tied around him that's yes. uh, leading somewhere. And Yesenia said when this aired, people had a theory um, that it was a nod to um, the red thread of fate theory from Chinese mythology, which also has a Japanese twist to it. And the Japanese twist, well, they thought it was the Chinese one. So as I was looking into the Chinese mythology one, I got pointed to a direction that there's like, because there's all different spins of it that are kind of all based initially off this Chinese um, mythology. But the Japanese one, I thought maybe it's the Jap. If this was on purpose, like maybe Mm -hmm. it was the Japanese one that they were going for because- Which would make sense. which would make sense with Demir and all that. Yeah. So the original one, the the red thread of fate theory in Chinese mythology is um, an invisible the, – the theory is an invisible red thread connects those who are destined to meet regardless of time, place, or circumstance. The thread may stretch or tangle, but it will never break. Mm. And I thought that was really cool. So the Japanese legend is slightly different. And it says, one Japanese legend tells of an old man who lives in the moon and comes out every night to search among kin spirits to reunite them on earth who have something to learn from each other. And when he finds them, he ties a red thread to them so that they find their paths. Thus, our red strings end in someone else. Accepting this, or at least considering it, is a consolation because it is as if our steps, stubborn as they may be sometimes, knew the route and geography of our multiple amorous destinations, and therefore there were no slips or poor decisions because they led to where we needed to go. I really like that. Isn't that cool? Like That's really so- cool. And how appropriate. I feel like both of those stories are so appropriate to sell them. Yes, uh, completely. So that's why I'm like um, – I actually – I. I didn't hear back from her yet because she's like very inactive on Twitter, but I actually did message and ask um, Esra Hanum about that. Like, was this on purpose? Because like, oh my gosh. Um, So I was hoping to get confirmation before we were recording today. But um, even if not, I I just love the idea of it. So yeah, um, that's really cool. Yeah. So I thought that was cute, which of course it led to a super cute scene because as he's like following it, it leads him to a very tangled Celine and he's kind of like 
maybe like be more careful because she like almost chokes as he's trying to like get it off of her well, well and, then- and then they're walking <laughs> down like because she, she you know she's Celine so of course she got all tangled up in it as she, as she was sleeping and so he's helping her get untangled and they're all cute and they walk down mm-hmm. to the bathroom and he's like you know Celine, you said that you wanted to do this so that we would never be away from each other, even sleeping in different beds. But I know of a much better, more safe way for us to <laughs> never part. And it's a lot more fun. And she's like, oh, we're really late to me. I have to get into the shower. <laughs> oh, the, the ovaries of steel. I still stand by my theory on why Celine is able to have such ovaries of steel. Over and over again. She proves to be the strongest woman alive. (laughs) (laughs) And Demir just takes it all. He just chuckles it away. You know, what a man. I think that is part of what makes these scenes so good. Mm -hmm. Because after she totally blue balls him after Mm -hmm. dinner. And runs up and egedulars and and sails away into the night. Yep. He is not upset. He is not mm-hmm. mad. He is smiling. He's chuckling. Mm-hmm. He's laughing. He's like, I I should have known. Basically, yep. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like the face that he gives each time. Yep. And then after the bathroom situation, he's like. Yep, that's that's my girl. That's Celine. <laughs> and then he just goes about his day. It's amazing. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Yes. Because you know he has to be suffering inside. But he's oh, like, you know he what? completely is. I love this girl so much. I totally yep. – she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> yep. That's right. So this leads then to the most awkward double date ever we kind of touched on, which – you know, basically opens Celine's eyes and lays yeah. out that the final decision is that Artemi needs to close. Um, they need to tell the gang about it. And, you know, the fact that um, Barack and Elul still have to live with their punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I um, I love that, yeah, they gather everyone there. Feru's an idiot and shows up in, like, ninja gear. Yeah. And so Ozmi and Muhadambe, like, beat the crap out of him, deservedly yeah. so. And when they all gather and Demir gives that final, I was like, what, what a 180 from like his first introductory speech mm-hmm. when he shows up at the company. Um, you know, and they're going to help them with job placement. They've got letters of recommendation. They're going to get mm-hmm. a month's, you know, severance pay um, so that hopefully it gives them a little bit of floating time to find what's next for them. Mm-hmm. And Elul and Osme, not Elul, um, Ida and Osmie are both just going to work at Happy Pie, right? Because Ida owns that. So it's like she's kind of got yes. that to take care of. But Osmie basically said she was going to work there, right? Yeah. She's like, Ida, you, please give me a job. Yeah. She, okay. That's basically what they agreed to. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, And then Osmie's really clingy koala goodbye to Demir. <laughs> that was cracking me up. And I, I, I don't know. I love that. To me, I, I know I've kind of gone back and forth with the whole – who is Osmie? Mm-hmm. I really do feel like she has to be Tinkerbell because yeah. she, you know, is has this kind of magic with a, a bunch of the different characters and mm-hmm. she loves Demir so much and Tink is obsessed with Peter Pan. So I think that's very obvious. Um, yeah. But I love that she tells him she's like, you brought love and passion to this company. Which, of mm-hmm. course, is the exact opposite of what he meant to do walking into uh-huh. this company. 
But he really did. And I, I love kind of the full arc of him coming into this company that was already a specific way. And he mm-hmm. really brought back something that he never meant to bring into the company. But yes. it flourished in in love when he didn't mean to do that at all. <laughs> so I just I really liked that. I know Osmie is like really silly. Um and she's hilarious, but I really appreciated how she at that point is just fine hugging Demir and, and yes. being like, I remember the first day you came, so beautiful and <laughs> <laughs> Well, and when she's even like, what am I going to do without your love around? And he's uh-huh. like, maybe you'll fall in love. And then and- he, you notice how he like gently peels her off and like. <laughs> Doesn't she like squeeze his nose or something too? His like, oh, you say such beautiful I things. I think she squeezes <laughs> his lips. <laughs> Which who can blame her? Yeah. And only Osmie could get away with that. I'm oh, sorry. completely. Because the Kuzlar are like, oh my gosh. But like also laughing. Yeah. But I love that he goes to Ida and is like, I really loved working with you. I hope we work again together someday. Yeah. Merve gets a hug and the mm-hmm. cheek kisses. Um, and then the awkward photo with Barack when she's like, let's go. And Ozmi is like, let's get the two bosses. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple conflicting things, though, that happen later, like when they're taking selfies and stuff. But I was like, you know, that just seems like it's the crew taking photos. Yeah. And obviously, it's. Furkan and Ali and not Brock right. and Demir because like I'm like why are they smiling and laughing together but I'm like they're probably just trying to have like a good old time filming their last episode you know yeah yeah so uh yeah but they have their like because she's like you guys aren't even smiling and they're like this is as good as it's gonna get Osmie like <laughs> that's it my only beef with that whole scene and it's not even really a beef it's just I was kind of like wait a minute is when okay Demir and Celine leave He's empty-handed, and Celine has this big old box in her hands, and he doesn't even take it from her. <laughs> they just walk out. And then Barack does the same thing. Elul's got a box of stuff. He's empty-handed, and they oh walk out. Oh, my gosh. And they, I didn't even think. I, like, I didn't even did notice take- that. It's like, why did those guys take the boxes from them? <laughs> they shouldn't oh. be gentlemen. But it was just one of those things where I was like, that's weird. Like, yeah. But in all reality, they're probably empty boxes, super light, and they're just trying yeah. to get the scene done. But, like, it, <laughs> it just that's made me laugh. So I was like, they both are the kind of – Barack's a, a tool. But, like, the, he absolutely would carry a full box for his girl. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so would Demir. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, I just – I thought that was funny. But, um, yeah. So – we get what else is next for them. So after that is when Celine and Demir go to the coast. Um, oh yeah, they have some this coffee. A, this this is, is a good scene where they have the discussion of doing the wedding at their house. Yeah, um, and they're like reflecting too, like on when they first met in the house, and he's like, yeah. "I still have the scar on my neck," and she kind of kisses the back of his neck, like, and <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, like, well, let me just make it better then. Um, well, because yeah, they're they're reminiscing. She's like, "Oh, our house," and she she also talks about him coming back to the house that mm-hmm. he grew up in, and his memories, his mom leaving, and she asks him, you know. Is it hard for you to endure this? Because all she's thinking about is the fact that this is the house where he felt a lot of pain as a child. But, of course, Demir tells her, not with you around. So after that is when they kind of um, 
have their discussion about the wedding because um, she he's like, you know, I won't be able to erase my past that was in mm-hmm. this house, but there were happy moments. And with you in this place, I'm even happier. So yeah. she starts talking about how the house brought them together. They talk about having the wedding there. And then they're they're just so cute because at the end of that, she tells him, I love you very much. And he's like, oh, I love you very much. Mm-hmm. I'll always love you. And she's like, well, I love you so much that you're going to get tired and complain. <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, I won't because I love you very much. Mm-hmm. And she's like, of course you do. You found a girl like me. <laughs> I, yeah, they're, oh, they're yeah. just so dang cute. So sweet. So there is just a love fest, basically. Yes, I loved it. Um, so then it's later that night and Selena's like morosely chopping vegetables or fruit or something yeah. in the kitchen. And he's kind of like, are you all right? And she's like, uh-huh, I'm very happy. And he's like, <laughs> are you sure you're okay? And she's like, well, it's normal to feel sad at times. Like, Because, you know, it's the end of an era and mm-hmm. she's not going to see the girls the same amount of time anymore. And right. while I'm sure they'll all remain close friends, it's different when you stop, you know, it's just different when you stop working with someone. and yeah. Because you both still have to work and do jobs. So you're just not going to see each other on a daily basis anymore. And so, you know, it, it is sad to end an era, even if there are good things about it. Like she's happy that she doesn't have to deal with Barack and Elul and they're not going to be a part of their lives anymore. Right. But there's other aspects to it. And so he cheers her up by pulling out that special wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah. And man, I thought that zebra wall was finally going to get to see something. <laughs> No such luck. That they got doorbell. Close. They got close though. Well, she kind of pins him and then he tur- flips it around and pins her against the wall. Uh-huh. And he is like ready to devour her. Well, because she's and- like, I'm I'm going to be just polite. I'm not a predator. I'll ask you nicely. And he's like, oh, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the only time you see him actually get frustrated. Because mm-hmm. the doorbell rings yeah. and they do not stop ringing it. And then he literally – He actually like growls, oh. doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's allowed at this point. This man has has excused a lot. Oh, he has the patience of a saint. This is the uh-huh. single time that he gets frustrated, okay? I know he made that joke in episode 19 where he's like, do you think I'm a monk, Celine? But listen, Demir – I think you could be. <laughs> yeah. He has the the discipline if he so wanted to be. Uh-huh. So they do answer the doorbell. And it's the gang. And they're basically like, <laughs> even though they've already de- – even though Seldom's already decided to host the wedding and they haven't told anyone right. yet, they're also worried about Muhadam and Layla because they're like, we found out she canceled everything. Like, we got to give her a henna night and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. henna night is going to be at Happy Pie and uh, the wedding will be in the garden at, at the Seldom house. So that's just basically them confirming all these these plans, you know. And Demir yeah. is kind of like, this is what was so important. You had to come and inter- interrupt me in the middle of the night. <laughs> I doesn't even say, like, what was so important that it couldn't wait. And you uh-huh. had to come right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I think even – is it the guys who are like, oh, the girls based, this was the girls doing, we're just mm-hmm. along for the ride, like, please don't hate us. Oh, and then the fact that the guys, too, they're like, you guys have to throw Muharram Bay a uh, yes. bachelor party. So that's yep. going to be at the greenhouse. 
And I, here's what I really loved about, I, I will be honest, like I, I didn't, I kind of zoned out with some of it on my second watch, like with uh-huh. the pen and night and all that. It was very sweet and cute, but I mostly just focused on when Celine and Demir both start talking about their plans to, um, to, um, their respective friends. Um, yeah. you know, because it's a nice Hannah night. It's a fun bachelor party. The, the guys dance. Vidot ends up sending Celine video footage of Demir dancing. Yeah. Um, and well, and and uh, Demir finds out that Vidot knows that he gave Layla yeah. away. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I got to see video footage of that. And he's like, what the? Heck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we touched on this a little bit, but Demir has decided. Well, okay, because at one point too during, um, it's after oh, everybody whole, leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's the that scene. whole. Yeah, that's a big conversation. Sorry. No, um, that's okay. Because everybody leaves. And yes. Let's talk about she that. She is kind of flustered because mm-hmm. the second he closes the door, he starts staring at her like he's hungry again, <laughs> and he's starving hungry like a wolf. <laughs> uh huh. So she's like, "I forgot the potatoes in the kitchen. I have to go." <laughs> <laughs> she, she runs away to the kitchen and he is kind of like, Celine, is this house bothering you? Because he can – he just isn't totally sure right. what she is afraid of. Right. So mm-hmm. he's asking kind of in the nicest way possible, what, what's the problem? What's your what's your problem? Yes. He's so sweet about it because you can just tell whatever he it is. Really he is. wants he wants to fix it if there is a problem. Like, oh, right. I right. just love him. Right. Because he's like, you know, at first because of the house, things were really tense. Uh, we almost ate each other, I think is what he says. We couldn't uh-huh. understand each other's feelings. Everything calmed down after that, but then Elul came and there were problems with Artemim, but then mm-hmm. we solved all those problems. So what's what's going on? And she's like, well, yeah, everything's fine. We don't have any problems anymore. Mm-hmm. And they they start to talk about things, but then he's like, but, you know, there seems to be a little bit and her phone rings. Right. Um. Wait, hang on. Sorry. No, not yet. Because he says, at one point, you can surrender to our relationship. Then suddenly, you go on the Mm -hmm. defensive. Mm -hmm. That is, you and I, we live in this house. And then her phone rings. Yes. So he's kind of broaching the subject. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then her mom video calls. And she's like, oh, uh, I got to go up there because she might see you. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And he really kind of figures out the problem at that point. And yeah, so he, yeah, I love that. Cause I, I love that. I would have liked to see a conversation happen, but because he's broaching it so carefully and like lovingly um, that it would have, I think it would have been a very like safe space for her to be able to express that without yes. him getting upset or anything like that. Um, but you know, she, yes, like you said, she runs upstairs and he's kind of like, oh my gosh, this girl's been lying to her family this entire time. Like, right. No wonder, you know? Um, so he kind of gets this resolve in his head and, Mm -hmm. um, they wind up having, they do have, they do have dinner. 
because she comes down and she's kind of like, you did everything. And she's and he's like, well, you know, babe, you were on the phone for like 45 minutes with your mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I got everything done, you know. She's like, I know. You know how it is, though. She wants to see this area. She wants to know about that. So, um, you know, I had to, you know, basically placate her. And, right. you know, and he and he does bring up, he's like, I'm really sorry that you've had to like that we've been lying about this this whole time. Right. Um, and doesn't she basically say like, you know, it is what it is like because they both kind of create it. And she's like, well, I'll right. tell them one day like they'll yes. know. Um, yeah. And he's kind of like, OK, yeah, one day you will tell them then. And he kind of he lets it lie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just stares at her lovingly. They eat dinner and it's, you know, adorable yeah. and precious. So this is when. Now they um, they both kind of resolve that Celine wants to surprise Demir. She kind of comes up with that at Happy Pie at first. Right. And the girls are like as automatically assuming that she wants to, quote, propose to him marriage, mm-hmm. which leads to a whole thing about <laughs> all this stuff. And then she's like – she finally grabs like a spoon or something and like bangs it and is like, <laughs> hey, enough. You guys are making all these assumptions about what I'm going to do. Like, hush and let me talk. And I love how the right. Tuesdays are like – is there a knife anywhere around? <laughs> and doesn't yes. one of them say, like, listen, that girl could do damage just with her bare hands? So Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Which so I thought was funny. a really sweet callback to <laughs> to that dinner night. Um well and the, the, knife. the guys the guys misunderstand Demir too, don't they? Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember what they think he's I don't remember his wording at first. I think he yeah. says like I'm gonna. Oh, he says I'm gonna. I'm gonna surprise Celine. And that's tomorrow. when I like, listen. Your <laughs> your track record with surprises <laughs> is not so great. <laughs> Which I yeah, mean, like touche. maybe you need to consider this again. And I don't know, Demir. You maybe you need to really think through this, bro. And then finally, he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna. The surprise I'm gonna make is a proposal." And then mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I loved that whole conversation." Because, again, you kind of see Vidat's perspective, Ebo's perspective, where Ebo's yes. coming from. Um, you know, and Vidat's like, well, are you sure you're ready for this? You know, it's a big thing. And he's like – and even Ebo's like, you know, this is kind of fast. Like, are you sure this is what you're ready for and want? Right. Um, and as he's then trying to, you know, explain, like, how he wants to go about it to surprise her, they both have differing opinions on how he should propose, which is what leads to the daydream. Isn't it Ebo who's like, I think you should just be direct yeah, and yes. just ask her bluntly. Yeah. And that's when that daydream happens and she cuts her finger off, the gray sweatpant yes. daydream. Well, um, because Vedat is like, oh, you're a romantic guy. You know, flowers, chocolate, balloons. balloons. And Ebo's like, what? Is she a child? You're going to get her balloons. But then Demir's <laughs> like, well, Celine loves lollipops. Pops. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love kind of that he defended of, it. I know. I kind of expected a bouquet of lollipops with this proposal. I'm not going to lie. But – That would have been um, really cute. But it's okay. It was still 100% precious. But, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, no, you knuckleheads. Like, I have an idea and I'm going to need your help. And so yes. then obviously this whole plan is made. Meanwhile, Celine's kind of the same thing. Only hers is not a marriage proposal. It's she wants right. to travel with him. Right. And um, and that's when she's you know, explaining why she's nervous to bring it up. She doesn't want him right. to think she's trying to uproot him after mm-hmm. finally he's ready to put down his roots and he's back yeah. in the home where he grew up. And I loved the conversation after Ebo leaves when Vidat <gasps> and Demir talk. And My Vidat God. essentially is like, hey, listen, it would it this was 100 percent a best friend talk because oh, uh, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I have had this type of discussion before yes. many times where it's like, okay, now we're going to talk. Uh-huh. Now that, yes, <laughs> now you- it's, everybody's gone. Let's have the real conversation now. <laughs> Are you sure? Mm-hmm. You're really, really totally sure about this. And Demir's like, yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with her. So that's what yep. I want to do. And Vidat, of course, knowing, okay, he's been, Vidat himself has been married. Mm -hmm. He's been through all this. He's also been through another proposal with Demir. Mm -hmm. And he's like, look, her family is going to want to know about your family at some point. They're going to be asking, are you ready for that? And sweet Demir is like, yeah, it's fine. Selena's my family. He's like, and you are too. That's all that they Mm -hmm. need to know. And I was like, okay, that is, that is the sweetest thing. Honestly, I love – like as much as like – yes, I do feel like at one point we were paving the way for there to be like a parental confrontation mm-hmm. of, of some kind during throughout this series. Again, I love that it's like, you know what? That doesn't need to be solved. Like, no. It, he, he told his, – his dad was trying to come to Istanbul and he brushed him off and had Vidat run interference. Like, I don't want to see him. And that was that where it's like, no, you made your choices as my parents and now yeah. I'm making my choices as an adult that you didn't – like, you broke that family. You made the choice to break that family. And so now yeah. you're not my family. I have my family that I need. I love the whole idea of found family. Yes. Um, well, and that's – this really kind of cements that for Demir in particular mm-hmm. because he came to Istanbul – alone he really only had vedat and Mm -hmm. i think it's really beautiful that with the whole artemim situation he really got to know ida by working closely Mm -hmm. with her he really got to know merve because he understood her the pain of what she was going through and he really does get connected to a family of sorts without mm-hmm. ever meaning to. Right. And against his will, sort of. <laughs> I mean. The, re- the red thread of fate. <laughs> right, right. So I just thought that was a really beautiful way to kind of end that question of the storyline with him. Yes. Because, yeah, you're right. We don't always have family in the sense of blood. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And some people need to just have the family that they have chosen yes. and the family that they have found because yep. the people who are related to us by blood are mm-hmm. not always going to be the people who have our best interests in mind, Un- no. as unfortunate as that is. Mm-hmm. And Demir is doing what he needs to do and he's protected himself and he has found a family now, especially yeah. with with Celine. And he's always got Vidat to watch his back too. Yep. And, you know, even though it was – I know it was kind of more of a joke, but, um, you know, he's he's got his adopted Tezes too now. And, you yes. know, like I said, he kind of already accepted that where he's like, well, what kind of nephew would I be? And even even the fact that Celine kind of wrinkles him into dancing with um, Firuze. Um, yes. Because she's the only really one without sweet. a dance partner. I thought that was really adorable. And um, – yeah, so I just yeah, I love that was a really great way to tie up that storyline mm-hmm. without leaving it hanging and obviously without having the time or money or whatever to right flesh out that storyline with actual characters. Yeah. On and like looking back, I'm like, yeah, I kind of wish that's how it had been with EK. I would have been perfectly fine if Huma never showed up. Oh, and absolutely. we just kind of just knew her as this mom who abandoned 
John and took Emre when they were younger. You know what I mean? Right. Um, sometimes less is more with yeah. things like that. And <laughs> yeah, this is this real. is proof of that. <laughs> so I thought that was really great. And um, it was just such – yeah, it was just such a precious moment between the two of them. Like I just love their friendship. And even – did you notice when after Ebo leaves and he says, Demirum? Like yes. my Demir, let's, I, yes. oh, I love that they call each other that. It's I just, know. It's just the best. Um, so Celine um, has a moment of extreme graciousness where she, you know, basically wants to bury the hatchet and invites yes. Elul to the henna night. And is like, no, you need to be like, because she's kind of like, I don't want to ruin anyone's night. She's like, no, you won't. You, you need to be there and be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, they're not best friends or anything, but. Right. They're on. They're on. They're on fine terms. Like yeah, they're fine. It was. It was the most reconciliation that I think they should have had. I thought it yeah. was perfectly appropriate for her to do that, and it was a yeah. nice way to kind of close things off between the two yeah. of them. It was a nice bookend of, for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have all their. We get lots of dancing. <laughs> Always yeah, dancing. So much dancing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did love that Firuze ends up asking Celine to do the henna because yeah. there's nobody who has been married a long time. That's who's supposed to do it. But she is very, very in love. So she asks her to do it. And I was like, that's really that, cute. I know. That actually gave like that – even just you mentioning it. I was like, oh, it kind of gave me goosebumps because I thought that was just a really – that was just so sweet. Like, yeah. A way to keep in with what's a very important tradition in Turkish culture but being able to make it work for – you know, the the situation that they're in. Yes. Yeah, we get kind of the silliness of uh, mm-hmm. Osmie playing the mother-in-law and, oh, she, yeah. why won't she open her hand? <laughs> <laughs> so that was cute. Yes, and the guy's dancing and, mm-hmm. you know, Furkan doing his little white boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> the <Yeah>. white man, <laughs> the white man overbite, underbite. Uh, so I I love it. I love it. So, yeah. So that that honestly takes quite a big chunk of time that we don't really need to, um, right. well, to go we, over. But when they get back home, they have kind of a funny, awkward moment where they both yes. are trying to not say anything to each other. Uh-huh. But sort of like, oh, do you – do you have something to tell me or mm-hmm. can you – Can she's like, can you tell me something? And he's like, tomorrow? R- wait, right now? And <laughs> it's – they're kind of just going back and forth right, trying they're both to so act distracted. really cool. Yes. They're both so distracted <laughs> by wanting to start their plans that they're like trying to be chill with the other but they're being super obvious. But they're both yeah. so distracted by wanting to do their own thing. They don't notice that the other one's acting weird. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to take the laptop. And she's like, I'm going to like get some water or yeah, something. Like it's yeah. – <laughs> And then they're like, so, okay, uh, good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly they're putting their plans into motion for the next day. Um, and it's, it is wedding day. So yeah. they're just pre- we prepping and decorating montage, all that. Everyone arriving and setting mm-hmm. all the plans into place. And do, is, is Katamook ready? I don't trust that dog to care, you know. Right. He's a neighborhood dog. He just goes where the food is. Um, and her, uh, you know, Celine being like, okay, I don't want Mon- Monsieur to, uh, how do you say his name? Uh, Monsieur Tosh. Oh Tosh. Oh my gosh, I heard Tosh. it a million times this episode. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I, to, is it Tospa? Tospa, maybe. Monsieur Tospa? Yeah. 
That everyone's right. screaming. Everyone's screaming it at us right now. Um, but anyways, because he's going to carry the little atlas map and Katamuka is going to carry the ring. And it so they're Toast getting Spa. all that. Okay. Toast Spa, Toast good job. <laughs> so <laughs> they're getting all that stuff set into place and it's time for the ceremony. Everyone kind of gets into their places and that's when we kind of touched on this. But at one point after Brock and Aul arrive, he does try to go to talk to Celine and she basically is like, look, no, we're not going to, we, we are not friends anymore, but right. we're human beings. So we can absolutely be cordial. Right. Um, and I just, like I said, we've already talked about why we love that so much and why that yeah. was a great, that was a great bookend for them too. For sure. So, so the, the time wedding ceremony. Yeah, yeah. Cause the, the couple comes, they dance mm-hmm. and then the time is coming. But of course, Karamuk is gone. And Celine gets distracted because they, of course, can't find Monsieur Tospa. Mm-hmm. And finally, Ebo is the first one to find the animal that he needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And so Demir comes up to Celine. She's super distracted because she's trying to look for the tortoise. I know. This poor guy's so nervous, but he also is kind of like, wait, are you okay? Like, you're not really listening, but also like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's like, Celine, can we talk a little bit? And she's like, oh, of course we can talk, of course, panically, mm-hmm. you know, panicked looking around. And he's like, okay, come over here. And uh, he just is like, you know, I think he calls her Sebkilim. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, a fandom and <laughs> looking everywhere. <laughs> looking everywhere. <laughs> okay. did So I meant to look this up and then mm-hmm. I absolutely did not. Mm-hmm. The whole Nikia thing. Yeah, I tried looking that up. I couldn't like spell it correctly because I looked it up in Japanese. Okay. Because there's like a word in Japanese, but it has something to do with like pe- being a pair. And like, while yes, they are, I'm like, I don't think that's really what he was trying to say. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't really know what that was supposed to be. And I, I know it was supposed to be something, but yeah, I, I really. I don't know. I could not figure out if I wasn't hearing it correctly because I don't think the spelling on the screen was correct for the subtitles. Right. But like I was hearing what he was saying and trying to figure out. And at one point it did it did point me to Google Translate pointed me to like a Japanese word. But like then the meaning for that didn't really make a whole lot of sense within okay. the context of it, what I think he was saying. Um, so, yeah, because he yeah. says this house even witnessed Nikia. Have you ever dreamed about this? And I was like, what does this mean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> is this like that meme of the guy with the butterfly? And I'm like, is uh-huh. this a symbolism reference? Like, what? what is this? Right. What is happening here? So any of our Turkish listeners, we would love to know. I, I, what I assumed is this was some sort of a commonly known cultural reference. Right. Or something that would be easy to understand for um a for for a normal turkish person yeah. and i'm like it's got to be my american brain that is not understanding what he's right. saying i know lost in lost in translation quite literally right right because then he continues and he's like he's like okay then celine and she's still looking everywhere mhm <laughs> And he's like, that dream, because Kadermuk runs up right then. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all your dreams. Oh, and and we we missed. There was one little moment on the coast 
when she is alone. It's oh, right after she right. calls Elul. Mm-hmm. And she's alone. And she's just thinking. It's very, very, very short. Yeah. And he shows up. But he does. But he okay. doesn't reveal himself to be there. No. No. And he says, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. And she is thinking plaid, rainy evenings, porch. We dreamed a lot together, Demir. Mm-hmm. And then he separately is thinking to her, I promise you everything that you're dreaming about. Yeah. So that was really sweet because it carries into the proposal. This proposal. Yes. So, and I lost uh, my place, so you please go. <laughs> so he basically is talking about dreams because she he mentions dreams and she kind of perks up, I think, at that point and starts really yeah. paying attention. And she's like, are you going to make my dream come true? Like kind of a thing. Like – but he doesn't really fully, I think, she doesn't understand what she's asking because I don't think she realizes right. he's about to propose. And he tells her, all your dreams, I want them to become reality, Celine. Mm-hmm. And then she says, and you will fulfill my biggest dream, Demir. Yes. And she says, Demir, with me. And he's like, Celine, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, first, let me ask. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Celine, with me. But then she gets – uh, Ida walks up with the turtle, with, and so yes, yep. Yeah, so she grabs the, she grabs him, and she's like, "Wait, just a second, though." And he's like, "Celine, what is this?" Because she just hands him the turtle with, with right. the scroll. Well, and then and, she sees Cartermook, and she's like, mm, "Oh, what's this?" What's so they're this? both kind of like, "What's this?" It's uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, and he so they open. You know, he opens up the scroll and sees she's marked with hearts all the places she wants to travel with him. Yeah, she opens the ring box and sees that it's a ring. They both just have ugh, the looks on their. He's like I Celine. Know. This is and the way he looks up at her after this, I like I know. wanted to die. It just I know. Ugh. and the way she's looking at him, her eyes are literally shining. Like mm-hmm. they're literally shining. And he's like, You'll be with me to infinity. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she says, Wherever I go, will you come with me, Peter Pan? Will you be there? And he's like, To infinity, Wendy. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then there's this really pretty shot of both of them Mm -hmm. holding um the items and she says yes and he's like wait a minute (laughs) just a moment let's start with this (laughs) and and so he pulls out tickets and she's like demir to india did you know i did you already know i was gonna make this offer to you and he's like no i didn't but i knew that i would give you this ring and he said, so in what part of the world would you like to get married? And she's just like, let's decide on the road. Let's just get on the road and travel and go. Yes. And we'll decide there. And he, she's like, that, he goes, then first, wait, sorry, let me put this on. Yes. <laughs> and he puts the ring on her finger. And, and the confetti pops. And everybody dot, Like the best friend he is, <laughs> pops the heart confetti. <laughs> we all swooned. They nose nuzzled. And... Oh my gosh, it was just great because at the very beginning of this episode, it mm-hmm. actually picks up where we end and yeah. we get the whole like rewind where we get to see what happened in the three days leading up to this opening scene because all she does is tell Chi Chi she's going on a trip and we see Demir yep. waiting for her downstairs um, and then that's it. So wow. this, they're walking out the door and they've got their backpacks on and they're just kind of reminiscing at the house, you know. 
Well, she's saying goodbye. Oh, go ahead. Well, because what she says is, Demir, our house is very beautiful, isn't it? And (gasps) again, with Mm -hmm. the house metaphor, Uh I'm like, yes, the house, your your love, your relationship, it's very beautiful. It's very beautiful. So so, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. I don't have it. You go. (laughs) Well, because um, he's like, they're kind of just talking about the trip. And yeah. uh, he talks about how Merve is going to stay there. Vidas going to take care of uh, the garden. Ebo's going to take <laughs> care of the animals. Love, I love this part. <laughs> and he, yeah, because he's like, he's like, and do you know why? She's like, <laughs> why? She's all happy. Why? And he's like, so that you'll only think about me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows he comes, he knows where he stands yep. between all the animals, all her yep. children. So she's like, that's why I'm stealing you away. And he's like, well, but you won't be able to steal me if we're late for our plane. So let's go. And we kind of get this um, drone shot that goes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, panning out. She's saying goodbye to all the animals. And they are – she's talking about her discussion with Chi-Chi. That's why she's running late, of course. (laughs) And then they're kind of just bickering. Um, Which is so perfect because I love it because yes. he makes some comment and she's like, you know, you really piss me off sometimes, but I love you. And he's like, you know, you're kind of a slob, but I love you. Yes. <laughs> well, I think the translation was sloven, but. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because she's like, Demir, you piss me off a lot, but I love you so very much. And he's and like, and you're a terrible sloven, but I love you very much. <laughs> It's so perfect. It is. It is. Because you they, know they will always drive each other crazy yes. in the best ways. Well, and they the way they act, their voices are so endearing when they're mm-hmm. saying it. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I just love that, that we know they're, yep, they're headed off on their big adventure and yep. they're going to get married somewhere. They'll come back married. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I just, I really loved that. Yeah. Um, it was, it was I, great. It was a really great way. You know, I don't – here's my thing. I don't need every – see, I don't need rom, rom-com DZs. I don't need them all to end with a wedding. Like, just knowing that they're together. Like, I don't need some big grand yeah. wedding to happen. Yeah. Um, I just need to know that they are together and yep. they are partners in life and that they are, you know, a united front. Um. And so I didn't feel like I missed anything by not getting to see them get married. Me either. Um, and and, and at that being- point, we would have needed a time jump for that. So yeah. I was happy with, with the way that they wrapped this all up. It's like yeah. we know where they're headed. We know that marriage is the end goal. We know they're happy. Right. We know they're together. We got everybody's stories wrapped up in a nice way, even the ones that were a little more open-ended. But yeah. that's – I was comfortable with that. Like, even with Feru and Osmie, because, like, she goes yeah. to dance with Vidat at first, but then yeah. he kind of looks at her like, uh, there's someone who wants to dance with you already. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he kind of – he got off scot-free considering how um, how involved he was with a lot of um Very downfall. much so. Like, he did. But he was also doing it at Barack's beckoning. I mean, he could have said no at any time, but, you right. know, he was more of a puppet. But really, like – for a finale that they had very little notice about, mm-hmm. it was so good. Like yeah. it was so it was it was like a very it was 
I mean, of course you're left wanting more because like you just love Seldom so much. Right. But in a good way, not in a like, you know, this is incomplete. Um, right. Yeah. It it didn't feel – none of it felt incomplete. No. The only thing we never found out was who took the photos. We did not ever really find that out. Right. Who right. the mystery photographer was. But all the character stories were wrapped up in a great way. Mm-hmm. Um, and – yeah, you're just not – there weren't a whole lot of loose ends that were left. And no. so I just am very, very impressed with how they were able to put that together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like there's just not really a moment of like this DZ that just wasn't great, you know? Like of course there's yeah. frustrating times and whatever, but like there's – there's just not – there's not really an era like there have been with almost every other DC we've watched <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where you're like, okay, can we get through this, please? Right, um, right. You know, it missed the curse of the 30s because it yes. – you know, Hallelujah. and I – this is just such – this is evidence of why less is more like with yeah. romances. I feel like this is a great rom-com that you could – show to explain to basically anyone that a rom-com shouldn't go past 25 episodes Mm -hmm. because you can tell a full and complete story within that time frame especially in the dz platform because of how long the episodes are Mm -hmm. i mean you have rom-coms that are complete in one season after like 10 10 one hour episodes yeah you know what i mean so I feel like with the amount of time that they have – oh, I just hit my microphone. Sorry. It's okay. Um, with the amount of time that they have, it should just be standard to yeah. not go past 25 episodes. Heaven forbid yeah. 30 for a, for a rom-com Just no matter what, you just can't hit 30 because that is when it all hits the fan. It like, is. It just hits the fan. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, honestly, like I can see why this – show seems to have like a really special place in their hearts still yeah. like even almost three years later um you know because they still they still post and repost things about it and like ender will even the director you know he'll even post stories like instagram stories from harrier day sundays and Aww. so you you can just tell that like it's just a really it just holds a, a really special place in their hearts you know yeah. and um, I just love that. Or just even seeing that, like, um, they the, some of the cast still think like Aziz, who's Vidot, mm-hmm. him and his wife, and Ender and his wife, like, and uh, Ibuk and Furkan, like, they'll have they'll have like dinner nights or like go out and like all hang out like in a group setting. Like, that's really sweet. I just yeah. So I just I love that it clearly like was something special for them too, mm-hmm. and I think that's what helps shine through even in, um. The scenes, you know, because you can just tell, like, this is a project that really meant a lot to them. And it it really makes me want to see more from Denise and Esra. Like, Mm -hmm. I would really love to see what they've got up their sleeves story-wise. And I would like to see a production company buy it and produce it so we can see more of their work. Because they're they're clearly very talented writers and storytellers and – yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um it's a it's bittersweet that it's over. Like it's exciting to get to, you know, decide what we're gonna do next and start mm-hmm. a new DZ and start out with theories fresh and all of that. But um 
yeah, this one was, I don't know, this one was special and we've said it a gazillion times about how I think it's just exactly what we needed this season. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It It just really. It was the perfect thing for for us right now Mm -hmm. for this season. And it was the perfect length. Yeah. I have, I have no, um, no complaints, no regrets Mm -hmm. with this DZ. So thank you to everybody who continued to push for this one. It proved to be an absolute winner. And I'll definitely rewatch this show. Oh, yes. Because also, you know, in a rewatch, it's not going to take that long because it's only 23 episodes. Right. Um, Whereas like even when I – even when I – Rewatch like EK and Central Kapma. I cherry pick those episodes. You know, it's like the first oh, eleven yeah. or twelve, and then you know, skip all through the late twenties and thirties. <laughs> yeah, this one um, I don't feel like you need to skip any episodes, which is no. a nice change of pace. It, yeah, it really, really <laughs> is. So, um, yeah. So, like Ashley said, thank you to everyone who continually pitched this one to us. We a hundred and ten percent understand why now, and it really, you know, the fact that neither you or I had ever seen um, Furcon in anything before. Yeah, like he is very. I mean, we both saw IBUK in fifty m fifty meters squared first, right? I did for uh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first introduction to her. Um, so I had seen her act before already and like knew she was good. And, you know, she seems mm-hmm. to be someone who can have chemistry with all, pretty much all of her partners. Um, yeah. And, and like, but yeah, like Furcon, like he's so, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's got range, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, having like watching him and Karatata right now in a drama. I'm like, yeah, like he, he's very good. Like I would love to dig into his backlist and watch, um, more of his stuff. So I love that this uh, helped us discover them. And yeah. So anyways, I feel like I can just continue to say wonderful, (laughs) wonderful things about it, but I think we, I think we covered it. So um, thank you guys for going on this journey with us and um, for all the new podcast listeners that we have met and um, friends we've made who found us because they are Harrier Day Sin fans. Um, mm-hmm. It has been lovely getting to interact with you guys and um, and all of that. So now we can say, like, hit hit us with all your edits now. Now that we've seen every scene there is to see, mm-hmm. uh, p- Twitter, Instagram, tag us in your edits because now there's no scenes left for us to be spoiled. And this will help. This will help fill the seldom shaped hole because we'll get to watch all of their best yes. scenes to music that you guys have put together. So I want to see all of those and. Um, there was one oh and you know again we'll have we still have the wood demir arendelle ever form open so i will mm. have that link in these episode notes and i have made a tweet and an instagram post about it already so there are plenty of ways for you to find that form and submit your scenarios and yeah maybe in the next couple weeks we can per- we can record a mini episode of us debating um all of those different situations so yeah. So that get a little bit more Harrier Day Send content for you. <laughs> Stretch it out as much as we can. So anyhow, so we will keep you guys posted um, as far as what is next and when that will happen. And we hope that you will join us for uh, whatever that is. But um, until next time. Go to Shadoos. Post to Paul.